the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Uh, let's see. My microphone got moved over the holidays. Set it back up. El Perficato. Uh, money investing in more. Hopefully I had a good holiday season. You know, I'm sure you've probably disinherited or disowned at least two family members. If that is the norm. Got a lot of stories to talk about. Black Friday is really now Cyber Monday is the big day. The biggest shopping day of the year. If not this year, will be next year. will be Black Friday. Dun, dun, dun. We'll talk about that. There's enough out there. Trade winds have been blowing in a mostly favorable direction. Ah, put your finger up, uh, lick it, put it up in the air, and the, the, it's it's traveling our way. Central banks are blowing the hot air into said uh, economic balloon right now with accommodative policies. Economic data has been offering some signs of early spring as a little bit of growth sprouts are showing up. I'm not going to say those are the immaculate trio or the holy trio or anything like that but those are three good things when it comes to wall street they're not the three horsemen we don't want to get that dramatic but it's warm out there it's not cold it's not hot it's warm 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air china is reportedly not inclined to sign a phase one trade deal unless the u.s includes tariff rollback provisions Versus a concession, simply to hold off implementing the December 15th tariff hike. Okay, that's about status quo. The good thing is we're eventually going to run out of time, and we'll know. Instead of this, will he or won't he? Will they or won't they? In response to the United States passing, uh-oh, the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act, China has said... Uh, U.S. military ships and aircraft won't be permitted to visit Hong Kong. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> More standoff, right? Are we really their friends or they really are friends? Because it certainly doesn't play out that way. President Trump announced in a tweet he is restoring tariffs on all steel and aluminum imports from Brazil and Argentina. Because ultimately what's happening is China's sending steel to Argentina, then sent it to the United States and saying, oh, it's not Chinese steel, it's Argentinian steel, even though their steel industry is not that big. Trump also said he's not happy that currency devaluation has left American companies at a competitive disadvantage. Oh, and he told the Fed they should lower interest rates again. Reuters is reporting that Saudi Arabia is going to push cut oil output further at this week's OPEC meeting. I have not talked about OPEC and it feels like a long time. But I'll be honest, it feels kind of good. Um, OPEC wants to cut output. OPEC is part of the oil petroleum exporting countries. 
not OPEC's not a part of it. It is that. But Saudi Arabia is a part of that. That How shall we say cartel? Um, I'm not getting into any legal issues. You don't have to hit the dumb button. But calling OPEC a cartel is they're, they're, they're keying in on the supply and demand. And they're saying, hey, we got all the oil. Hey, we got all the cocaine. How much do we want to give the market? How much does the market want it? Really bad? We'll give them less. They'll pay more. That's the idea. If Intel and AMD were ever to create a cartel that said we're only going to create so many CPUs per year, their stocks would quadruple. Or could quadruple. So, so Saudi Arabia in the news. Um, they're also going to do an IPO for Saudi Aramco. Now, you don't know Saudi Aramco. No one does, but they're the biggest oil field play in the world. And it's not bad oil. It's not like that Canadian grubby, snotty, uh, sand-filled oil that has to be refined a lot, which costs El Doleros. What the Saudis have is pretty sweet crude, and it's light. The Financial Times has said that the Federal Reserve is considering a new rule that would let inflation run above 2%. Wall Street Journal, for its part, has posited it in an article that the Fed is unlikely to raise rates for a long time. So they're still in the news, and they're going to be a 2020 story, because a lot of people don't believe the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates in an election year. Or they won't lower interest rates. When you lower interest rates, in theory, you're goosing the economy. When you raise interest rates, in theory, you're slowing down the economy. So it's been very political that a lot of times the Federal Reserve doesn't do a lot in the last four, five, six, seven, eight months of an election year. So if we get to a point where we feel like, hey, it's not going to move for a while, it's the devil known. Adobe Analytics said Black Friday online sales hit a record $7.4 billion. Black Friday online sales, whereas brick and mortar declined by 6.2%. That's pretty interesting. So we're not even going to the malls on Black Friday, which, hallelujah. A lot of people laugh at me when I say this. I don't like people. But I feel much, much more comfortable in a small gathering than a... You know, just watching the, the, the nightly news. When they're like, five, four, three. And then they let all the shoppers in at midnight or whatever it is. And like six of them go straight to a KitchenAid product. I'm like, what's that KitchenAid product? Maybe I want that. But it doesn't look like fun to me. Roku is L loser of the day. They're being downgraded to underweight from equal weight and assigned a $110 price target. I think it's fair to say if you look at Roku, they're not a loser. They've had an amazing year. I have not read the Morgan Stanley note, but I will read it later today completely, word for word. And what I'm seeing is that it's buy on the rumor, sell on the news. Disney Plus is doing great. Apple TV, I don't know. Apple's shh, shh, shh. Say, too shy to shy, a shush, shy to shy. They're quiet about it. They're not really telling us. But I can tell you that the next big streaming service is coming out next. No, you can't really say that. Disney was that. That's the, that's the king. It's the Black Mamba. I know you're saying, is that racist? No. Although I don't know if Black Mambas are dominant snakes. Like, I don't know the snake world well. Should I refer to Roku as the... Boa Constrictor, or the Black Mamba, or the Deadly Python. 
Uh, Soroku's had an amazing year. And to get to the point now that we're looking back, the catalyst pushed higher. It did what it was supposed to do. Now it wins the next catalyst. Now, again, maybe we'll start coming up with a theory on 5G and how it's going to you know disrupt cable companies and more 5G is good for Roku because you don't have to have a cable. You just have a dongle. Oh, of which the big warning coming out of this holiday season is don't buy TVs with streaming built into them. Buy a streaming device because a lot of the TVs with streaming built in, they don't have the processing power to update apps as intelligently. So they're saying some Vizio TVs and other TVs now are stopping working with Netflix. Um, because the apps are so old and I guess Netflix and other companies want, you know, super powerful apps, something along those lines. You get what I'm saying. Happy Cyber Monday, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We'll talk about the markets. We'll talk about the end of the year. This is a fun time to do uh, financial media. Uh, find me online at 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Markets opened in the red. Is it going to be a red December like it was last year? I don't know. We'll talk about the ideas playing out when we come back. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Let's talk a little Black Friday. As we march towards Christmas, 23 days left of shopping. Ooh, that's a lot of joy, isn't it? <laughs> or is it not? Um, Black Monday, Cyber Friday, Small Business Saturday, it gets a little intimidating. Spin, 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 spin. That's what they want you to do. And again, because we're well marketed to and advertising does tend to work, it's sticky. We shop. Now, today is not the um, end-all, be-all of shopping. Well, it kind of is. But eight of the ten most busiest days of the shopping year are still have us. So we're going to be fatigued. The annual online retail promotion, Cyber Monday, gives you the excuse to say, I want more turkey. I want another bottle of wine on Thanksgiving. And you just don't go shopping. You sit at your computer on Monday and do it all then. So I'm done being trampled. I don't even like the idea of it. Post-Thanksgiving mall goers tumbling over each other. Uh Uh-uh. There's always going to be a bad consequence of consumption when you get people like in this manic phase of you need, you need, you need. There's been some tragic reports inside e-commerce product warehouses. So it's not just people going to stores and getting trampled because we're such a consumer nation. And that's not the endorsement for capitalism and, and investing on, on Wall Street. I don't know what it is. We trample each other for kitchen age pro- products. So when you do a little bit of investigation, Amazon workers, laborers, whatever you want to call them, uh, package more than 300 items per hour. Now, you stop and think about that. 60 minutes in an hour, that's five items a minute. You do that again and again and again and again, and you're eventually going to make a mistake. So Amazon has a staggering injury rate at its fulfillment centers. So they've gone for sales volume over driver safety. I ordered 
a ham and turkey from Honey Baked Ham, and it was going to be shipped to my out-of-town address. And it never made it there, because Wednesday was a snowy day. It was an icy day. So it was a meat-free holiday, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But again, I'm happy UPS said we're not going to put our workers at danger. What a sock having a UPS truck full of goodies go off the side of the road and kill someone on Thanksgiving, all so that I can have my meat. Meat, 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 meat. So what we've done is, instead of me being trampled at a mall or me being trampled at a Walmart or Best Buy, we're letting low-paid workers get uh, the mask are paying, so to speak. Just something to think about. A lot going on with Cyber Monday. Let's talk a little bit more about it. Black Friday shopping. That brick and mortar stores dropped by 6%. Holy shnikes, it's the end of the world as we know it. Okay, so Black Friday shopping drops, but was it made up at Cyber Monday or Cyber? It was. It was. Rain. The pullback on shopping corresponds with a jump on Black Friday spending because, again, we are that kind of predictable. Online spending hit $7.4 billion, the largest online Black Friday total ever. It's a record, ladies and gentlemen. There's no longer one way to shop on Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday. So Black Friday is the hottest day of the year. Busiest shopping day of the year by a long shot. So this story obviously invites a quick thought. What stores are in a mall that I don't really ever shop online with? Macy's Cole Foot Locker. I would figure out other ways to do it. So all of their stocks are down 25% this year. Amazon, the dominant cyber player, has gained about 20% this year. So you can kind of see the law of, the na- of, you know, of just the cruel law of nature. Strong survive, right? As Macy's, Coles, and Foot Locker are struggling to get your attention because you're not going to the malls. They're struggling to get your dollars. They're struggling to get your dollars. They're struggling to get their stock price higher. They can't get their shareholders excited about a, a down movement in traffic, can they? Now, dig deeper into the data. Brick and mortar sales on Thanksgiving Day rose 2.3%. Now, again, not necessarily Black and Friday, though, right? Eight of the ten busiest days of the year still to come. It's a very short holiday season due to the late Thanksgiving Thursday or the late Thanksgiving November. So we're only down to 23 days. It's going to happen fast, ladies and gentlemen. Before you know it, I'm going to be on vacation again. Because I insist on spending some time with my little ones. Um, But I'll record some stuff for you. And anything that's replayed, it's typically screen pretty carefully and it's it's pretty good top-notch stuff for you so it's the best of black brought to you by rob black um so today we're gonna hit 9.4 billion dollars it's not too shabby huh now when you have it good you have it really 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 good and i'm about i'm not saying i'm about snap because that may get me fired or that may get me reviewed but I've had enough Kristen Bell and Josh Gad. How about you? They're everywhere. Anna and Olaf from Disney's Frozen 2. 
I own Disney. I th- my personal opinion is I wish I would have bought Disney when I was two years old. And I know you're saying, did you have a job at two? No, but you don't. You get the point. I know there's good years and bad years, but I'd rather have. I, I like the name. I trust the name, and I hate that because I'm putting my trust not in necessarily me because I'm not really a Kristen Bell and Josh Gad fan. I'm putting the trust in you and future children. Disney's had a monster year with Disney Plus. But you throw in the fact that they dominated the movie theater with Avengers, with Star Wars, with Pixar. That's pretty impressive, even before you get to the Disney flicks, right? So Frozen 2 garnered, and I love the word garnered. Don't know why. $124 million domestically. Oh, by the way, the best uh, comedy special I watched over the holidays was Eliza Unveiled. Just saying. Just saying. Let me know what you think. Send me an email at rob at robblackshow.com. Frozen 2 garnered $124 million domestically. The animated feature outpaced 2013's Hunger Games, all about teenagers with bows and arrows killing each other. So Frozen 2 has now become the highest grossing film over Thanksgiving in the United States. Globally, it's at $738 million. Now, I know you're saying, let it go, let it go. I'm one with the poisons, no. Um, but Knives Out was the counter program, and it pulled in $41 million. Now, again, how much did I say they pulled in? $124 million versus number two, $40 million? That's pretty impressive. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black. Oi, oi, oi. Um, have a question about finances? Let me know. Drop me an email at rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Always consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks you ever hear on radio, television, newsletters, emails, or from your friends. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, invested in more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do wildly appreciate it. I want to talk real quickly about something that's going to happen next year. It's my first commentary on 2020. And I'll do more of it as the month rolls on, and I'll look at others who do it as well. 5G broadband is an existential threat to the cable industry. Dun, dun, dun. And 5G's rolling out now. And it's supposed to have a good push by the end of 2020. Players, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're all going to offer home broadband products for the first time that can theoretically compete with cable internet. It's pretty, pretty enticing because we all want the fastest internet, even though sometimes I don't think we know why we want the fastest internet. But we do. Well, I want the fastest internet. Why do you want the fastest internet? So I can download my movies in four seconds versus six seconds. So the CEO of Altice USA says, we see 5G technically working, but we don't believe it's a real threat to our business. For the last two decades, the cable industry's gotten fat because they've had three revenue streams. Television, cable television, phones, landline phones that they replaced, and high-speed broadband internet. I've said stupid things on the air like, you'll have to pry from my dead cold fingers my cable modem. I'm not as interested in owning a gun as I am a cable modem. Cable internet has high profit margins. So companies like Comcast and Charter are actually okay with you cutting the cord as long as you keep the cable cord. 
Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. They're all touting the power of 5G because they're going to sell you a lot of monthly fees, right? And they're looking at Cableopoly. <laughs> I know you're saying, yes. Yeah, cable companies tend to have a little bit of a monopoly, right? Yeah, there's times where you've seen things like Roadrunner and a couple other sonic kind of uh, broadband internet services to your house, but they always feel kind of, of of low quality compared to the cable modem Comcast giant. So 5G is starting to hit Chicago, LA, Houston, Indianapolis, Sacramento for 50 bucks a month from Verizon. I'm in. It's higher than my 40 bucks a month, but I'm in. Cox Cable Company provides 300 megabits of product for $79.99 per month. See how there could be a price war? Anyhow, and anyway, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk a little financial planning issues on Rob Black and Your Money. Chad. Now, certified financial planner, Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. One of my favorite ways to save, one of my favorite ways to get rich is maxing out the 401k or the 403b or the 457. Chad, tell us a little bit about what these products are. Well, it's, it's it's a way that, I mean, you can save after-tax dollars that grow tax-free now or pre-tax dollars that grow tax-deferred. And so, because there's a regular 401k and there's a Roth 401k, we can, we can kind of get into later, but the idea of, of pre-tax savings, let's go with that, because okay. there's a lot of scams, in my opinion, out there, especially on radio or people even see it on public broadcasting and think it's a good idea just because they bought some time, but... People talking about the 401k is bad, you know, instead oh, buy this crazy. life insurance indexed, you know, fund or something like that, or basically ways to sell you product or annuities or life insurance or whatever it may be. But look, if you got a dollar, if you put the dollar into the 401k, the entire dollar goes to work. So your tax money stays in your 401k and compounds for you. If you take that dollar home, you might only have somewhere between, you know, 80 and 60 cents, depending on your tax bracket, to invest in something else. So maxing out your 401k is, is very important. Now, um, you know, there used to be a lot of really bad 401k pan, plans, and there still are. There's still some companies that have their plans stuck in what's called group annuities or really bad investments because they haven't kind of changed with the times. If that's the case, you need to get educated. You need to figure out what is in your 401k before you start complaining about the performance. You need to say, what am I invested in? What are my options? What are the fees? Now each year they're supposed to give you your annual fees um, in, in writing and say, this is what you're paying. And if it's, if it's a bad deal, you can go to the, uh, uh, your, your HR and you know, complain. Um, in a, in a good way, not, yeah. not in a way to get you fired, but in a good way and say, Hey, there's some better options out here. And part of it is you have to get educated first before you can complain. And if you've left the company, it's almost always a good idea to roll over a 401k and we can go any angle, Rob, we can talk about how to roll it over or when is it not a good idea to roll over? Cause that's really kind of two topics that we should hit on at some point. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about it right now. Um, I, I like the 401k. We've got that established. We kind of know what the positives are of it. Um, people should compare them, but when should you roll them over or not roll them over when you leave a company? Well, uh, let's, let's talk about when you don't roll them over. Um, because there's, there's kind of few times when you don't want to roll them over. Um, 
one reason is if you are retiring early, let's say you're 55 or older and you've decided to retire early, you've saved a lot of money. Well, if you're 55 and older in a 401k plan, you can access your money without that 10% penalty. If you roll it into an IRA, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half. So sometimes in early retirement, you might not do the rollover. Another time is if you're in these older plans that you get a lot of company stock uh, in the form of a match inside your plan, mm-hmm. there is something called net unrealized appreciation. That's NUA. And it's a way that you can actually get the stock out into a normal account, pay very low taxes on the basis, and then qualify for a lower tax rate on the gains, and then separate your other funds. And it, it, it's kind of a whole other topic, but it's something that you have to look at your plan and say, oh, I do have my company stock inside my plan. I shouldn't be so quick to roll it over. I need to research this NUA, net realizing appreciation. Um, the other reason, too, is that why you might not roll it all over if if you're close to retirement and you're trying to look for places to store safe money that I always talk about, the three years worth of portfolio uh-huh. draws and safe, safe money, sure. some 401ks have really good stable value funds where they earn a higher rate of safe return, much higher than CDs are paying right now. Other than that, Rob, roll them over. If you've left your job or you've left several jobs... Um, you know, you have the, t- the options to open up one IRA and consolidate all your old 401ks and IRA into that IRA, or you could roll it into your existing 401k at work if it's a really good one. And, you know, if, if the, the person that's got like a whole bunch of 401ks that don't add up to a whole heck of a lot of money, in other words, they couldn't, couldn't qualify for professional management. Yeah. It's usually best to consolidate it all into the existing 401k if it's a good one. But if you want some outside management, you want some help, um, it's pretty easy to actually get them all rolled over and consolidated into one IRA. What you do is you pick a place to do the IRA, you open up the IRA account, and you start calling your old 401ks, and they either actually process the rollover over the phone, they send you a check, or they send you the forms to get it done. Take some time, but it's not that difficult. Thanks very much. That's CFP Chad Burton talking 401ks. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't be shy with your calls, your questions, your thoughts, your prayers. Anything that you want to throw in on the show, I'm all good with. Um, taking a look at today. Today is one of those days where I will spend maybe an hour before Cyber Monday ends and decide if there's anything that I want to throw in as last second kind of, you know, tie up my holiday spending. And I do less holiday spending than, than you would think. I am people's gift. <laughs> so um, Starbucks is an interesting one. And I know people, it's kind of interesting. They're, who do you give a Starbucks card to? Someone you know who will use it? Someone you know who loves coffee? I'd go with someone who, who you know will use it. Starbucks has a good one. Coffee Giant is selling a $40 brewed refill tumbler, what it calls the gift that keeps on giving. The 16-ounce tumbler is sold at, a, at you know, their stores. It can be refilled with free grande brewed coffee or hot tea anytime in January. Supplies are limited. A grande brewed coffee runs $265. Hot tea, tea, so you have. Who knew tea was more expensive than coffee, right? So if you go get a daily cup of coffee, you get 82 bucks, Which is a pretty good deal. But, again, only if you're going to use it, right? 
I'm not, and then Starbucks is also giving away $5 e-gift cards with the purchase of a $20 or more e-gift card. So if you're going to give cards to people, at least make sure you're getting 5 bucks back. So 20 bucks buys you 25 but you get to keep 5 and give the person 20 I like math like that. It calms me down. I know you say, are you wound up? I am kind of tightly wound when it comes to money issues. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. What's your big holiday uh, wish at this point in time? Are you going to play into the New Year's resolutions? Apple's getting kind of schwacked today. I own shares of Apple. It's interesting to note, I saw that if Apple and Microsoft weren't included in the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, 30 stock portfolio that we report on the Dow was up 10 points today. If Apple and Microsoft were removed from the Dow, the Dow, just last year's performance, it would be not at 2790, it would be at 2680, 800. So a drop of 1100 points. That's one of the reasons I don't like indexes that are market weighted. Because really, if you owned Apple or Microsoft, you rocked this year. If you own the Dow 30, Apple and Microsoft rocked the Dow 30. You got to be a little bit careful on that one because the law of big numbers does come into fruition. It shows you how powerful Microsoft and Apple are because they're not really paying attention to the law of big numbers right now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Pretty optimistic song, right? Gotta have high hopes. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I just saw something I had to buy three weeks ago. Went on sale for $200 cheaper than I bought it. You think I'm going to go into Best Buy and say, make good on this? Yes, I'm going to make good on that. That's enough money for me. What's enough money for you? I'm always fascinated by um, watching people spend money. It's an intriguing exercise that I've heard way too many people just casually. Maybe I'm in an airport. Maybe I'm at a restaurant and I'm overhearing conversations. And one of the bigger ones is I don't have enough money to save. And I decided just to go ahead and splurge on this. Starbucks coffee or on the frozen two for my grandkids, but I don't have enough money. Okay. I see that pretty commonly. I don't make an excuse. I invest first. And then later on, I make excuses for why I can't afford things. I basically run out of money on a monthly basis because I invest as much as I can for my future. I'm not in great health. I don't think I'm going to live to 90 or 100. But I invest as if I'm going to. If not for me, for my you know family, when I'm past, they could you know take a couple of weeks off and enjoy and laugh about how much I used to make them giggle. Um, I see way too many people making the excuse of well, I had to go see Frozen two, and I had to take the grandkids. Uh, you don't have to do anything. So that's my opinion. I think we're suckered into it all. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on there. The Dow drops 200-plus points on a, you know, the day after, the first day of, of December, of trading in December. Um, woo! Are you with me against me? Um, it Could it be a bad December? It could be. 
And I'd actually be okay with that because it's been a freaking fantastic 2019. It's been too good. You know, every now and then someone says, I can't believe you're too good to be true. Pinch me. And later in that movie, it turns out they were too good to be true. <laughs> wow. I got to tell you that I, I met the really most interesting guy in the world. I just think I'm fantastic. He, he listens to all my questions and like, like he's just fantastic. He's totally into me, into the movie. Like he's a serial killer. You see the comparison? <laughs> Hundreds of flights canceled. Uh Oh, be cautious on this one. I see money in everything. And when I see hundreds of flights canceled, I see people, A, sitting at the bar all day drinking at the airport, B, getting a hotel and not asking the airlines for compensation or their credit cards or anyone else that they could possibly look into. A thousand flights being canceled Sunday and Monday because of the big storm across the Great Lakes in the Northeast. High wind, snow, rain, ice. Um... Airlines like Delta, American, and United waive change fees. Trying to say, okay, we don't want you at the airport waiting for eight hours. <coughs> it's probably not a good idea for us to be taken off aggressively in heavy snow, wind, and ice. But that could be a pretty expensive trip home all of a sudden. When you're starting to add on you know, extra days of car rental, extra days of hotel, extra days of food, potentially alcohol if you're stuck in an airport all day long. Your charger's dying. You're battling for position with the one electrical outlet there is. Weather. 800-516-1220. Your teacher calls on there. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, getting a lot of headlines on Boeing right now. Just throwing that out there. Good year for Target and Walmart. Every now and then I have to take off my hat and tip it companies that did okay. Walmart and Target saw bigger jumps on than Amazon in online customer spending. Good for Walmart and Target. Um, you remember the Rick Roll? Big thing in the 1990s where Rick Astley would, you're watching a YouTube video and suddenly you're watching in the middle of your YouTube video, right when it's getting good, you see Rick Astley come in and go, I'm never going to give you up. I'm never going to let you down. Um, Walmart and Target were getting kind of rickrolled. Amazon and online customer spending. But Walmart and Target fought back for years and years and years, and it never really meant anything. But this year, they did good. Walmart took in 51% more than last year. Target closed behind with a 47% increase. Amazon's customer spending just grew 32%. So we're spending more at Walmart and Target online, which is telling you that you're a little bit more confident. Past years, I'll be honest with you, like sometimes I would look like, let's say I was going to get a Roku 4K stick. I don't even know if that's a product. But I'd go to Best Buy first, I'd go to Amazon second, and then I'd price Walmart and Target, and eh, for some reason I never did them. The shipping was like two weeks versus two days, or the shipping cost was four bucks versus free. It was always something. But retailers are battling for market share now. And for the fact that Target and, and Walmart are hanging in there, good for them. Because Amazon is like the big holiday turkey. They gobble up market with big gains. And then we tend to stick with them. Yep. 
Walmart and Target. Take it out of Amazon. And then you get like everyone else. Eh, I'd go as far as throw Best Buy in the premium tier, but then you get the Nordstrom's and the Macy's. Very small increases in online shipping, shopping, shipping, shopping, shipping, shopping, shipping, shopping, shopping, shopping. Um, eBay and JCPenney is seeing customer spending decline. And if I owned either stock, I'd say that's not a good thing. I may, that may be my one flag out. Because your time to shine is when you play soccer and you're in goal and it's a penalty kick. No, your time to shine if you're a retailer is right now. Black Friday, Friday through you know January 1st and returns and everything. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling the show. Thanks for being part of it. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Seminars always coming up. You can learn more by going to Rob Black Show. Use the code Radio25 to get in for free.